Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Today in Business from Wired. Apple's app review fix fails to placate developers. After bad press about its App Store rules, Apple added a way to challenge its app guidelines. Creators say projects still get blocked for no good reason. By Shubham Agrawal. In January, Jake Nelson, a London-based developer, submitted a routine update to his popular new iPhone word game to Apple's App Store for review, adding support for a slate of new languages. This wasn't his first app, but he was unprepared for what followed. It took a month of frustrating discussion with Apple's App Store reviewers and 15 revisions to his code, made more or less at random before his update was mysteriously approved. Nelson never learned exactly why his app was first rejected or later accepted. An appeal mechanism Apple offers to challenge a rejection didn't help. Revenue from his game had been about $1,000 a month, but dwindled during the weeks he couldn't keep users engaged with new updates, and he contemplated no longer selling iOS apps for a living. I felt as if it was an unending, completely opaque process, he says. Nelson is not alone among app developers. The App Store, an engine of the iPhone's success, has long triggered complaints from app makers who say Apple skews its marketplace too much in its own favor, making it hard for independent developers to survive, penalizing competitors, and blocking novel ideas from reaching iPhone owners. More than a dozen app developers who spoke with Wired say the app review process has not improved despite recent scrutiny on Apple's control of the App Store. In 2020, the company began allowing developers to appeal not only an app's rejection, which can lead to a call with an app reviewer, but to challenge the App Store guideline behind a decision. Apple launched that change in what seemed a moment of contrition, after a dispute with software company Basecamp over the rejection of an email app and a lawsuit from Fortnite developer Epic Games alleging Apple's 30% cut of in app payments is unfair. But developers commonly describe the process of convincing Apple's reviewers to greenlight their submissions as nightmarish. They see the appeal process as more of an attempt to deflect criticism than to substantially improve app reviewing, which remains slow and arbitrary. Former Apple employees told Wired that app reviewers often have only minutes to review each app and work under a system that permits wide variation in standards. Adam Dema, an Apple spokesperson, denied the inconsistency developers report seeing in app reviews. They are based purely in accordance with the App Store review guidelines, not subjectivity, he said. 
Demo also disputed developers' accounts of their experiences with app reviews and said they represented a small number of cases from a process that reviews more than 100,000 apps a week. Apple's app review process underscores the asymmetry between the world's most valuable company and small app developers, especially those working solo. When Alan Panetu received a rejection notice this year for his app that compiled a list of music festivals in Romania, he was told only that it must create a lasting experience to qualify for the App Store. After a frustrating month of speculative modifications and repeated rejections with boilerplate responses, he appealed for help on social media. A few days after Panetu's post gained traction, his app was approved without explanation. The app was intended to fund his brother's first year of college, but by the time it appeared on the App Store, the summer festival season had ended. Panetu listed it for free. The appeals process can save an app after it has been rejected, but developers say the most frustrating and time-consuming aspect of Apple's process appear unchanged. An app can be bogged down by weeks or months of written exchanges with reviewers via Apple's App Store Connect website before it is formally rejected. In 2020, Ben Fry saw his company, Fathom's COVID tracker app for institutions, rejected for offering medical advice, a function entirely absent from the service. He turned to the appeals process after multiple exchanges with Apple, and the app was later approved without changes. Another of Fry's apps was shot down for not providing enough utility, only to be accepted after an appeal for being well-designed. Fry says his company now actively avoids the App Store and produces web apps instead. Every experience I've had with submitting an app has been a nightmare, Fry says. Apple's involvement is personally frustrating and a huge professional liability. Nelson, the London developer, was told that his app breached a guideline aimed at preventing copycats. After he appealed the rejection, a reviewer on the phone refused to tell Nelson which app he was allegedly copying or what features he needed to drop or change. Nelson resorted to a brute force approach, systematically updating nearly every aspect of his game until Apple approved it. Former members of the app review team told Wired that app rejections are vague because Apple's app guidelines are vague, and the company's working conditions don't allow or require them to be interpreted consistently. We will reject apps for any content or behavior that we believe is over the line, the guidelines say. What line, you ask? Well, as a Supreme Court justice once said, I'll know it when I see it and we think that you will also know it when you cross it. Fry and Pinetu's apps both fell afoul of the guidelines' hazy demand that apps provide some sort of lasting entertainment value or adequate utility. In 2020, the former head of the App Store, Philip Shoemaker, told U.S. lawmakers that Apple's developer rules were arbitrary and used against competitors. In a deposition in the Epic lawsuit, Shoemaker said that the qualifications needed to get hired as an app reviewer were that a person could breathe and could think. A former senior App Store operations lead who requested anonymity fearing repercussions from Apple says the guidelines are designed to work on precedent, similar to some aspects of law. New reviewers generally get about two months to become familiar with a database of previous app rejections and approvals chosen to set precedents for each guideline. Few reviewers have technical backgrounds, the former employee says, and their decisions are often subjective and vary significantly between reviewers. Apple says it employs nearly 500 reviewers who each look at up to 100 apps a day to handle the hundreds of thousands of submissions in a week and together make over 1,000 calls a week to developers. The former App Store lead says reviewers can only afford to spend a handful of minutes on each case, making it tough to review an app's every feature, check for precedent, write developer feedback, or perform other steps in the review process.
Another former Apple employee who also spoke on condition of anonymity managed a team of app reviewers and says the division incentivized haste. Reviewers were regularly reminded to work faster so as to improve a measure of how quickly the team got through the queue of pending app reviews. Tailored communication is not very well rewarded in the team, the manager says. Michael Gartenberg, a technology analyst and former Apple marketing director, says that the company is unlikely to respond to complaints from the app developers unless their experiences also inconvenience Apple customers. Until then, he says developers will have no choice but to deal with Apple's policies or simply create apps exclusively for Android. Rick Van Meter, executive director of the App Fairness Coalition, whose members include Epic and Spotify, says regulation requiring Apple to allow an alternative to the App Store on its devices would create competition that incentivizes it to better serve both developers and consumers. Apple gets away with having inconsistent rules and self-preferencing because there are no alternatives to hold it accountable, Van Meter says. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.